Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, welcome back. You hear that, Beef? Is he back? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to clear the, the phlegm and the vomit out of my throat <laughs> after hearing that little intro from... A former interview of yours. Um, glad I wasn't here that day. Jesus. I don't like that reaction out of you, mate. Looking through the cameras and you're just doing a little vomit through the through the camera right there, mate. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, we're going to talk some cricket right now. Friday night, Tom Latham and Kane Williamson put together a historic partnership to propel the Black Caps to a win at Eden Park. It was a gutsy batting display that some may say saved us from what could have been otherwise been a humbling defeat to India at home. Our mate Mitchell Metaverse McLennigan caught some of the action and is with us this morning to give us his thoughts on the game. Morning, Mitch. How you doing, brother? Yeah, bloody good, mate. How are you, boys? Good, yeah, mate. Good. Good, good. Thank you. Obviously, yesterday we didn't get any cricket uh, up there in Hamilton. It was all washed out. So, uh, three, the third ODI down here in Otetahi Christchurch is just going to be paving way for an absolute doozy. But how good was it seeing them at Eden Park? I was a little bit worried after that first innings when they shook, they put on 300 on the scoreboard. I thought, oh, they're under a lot of pressure here. Was that surprising how they chased it down with ease? Uh, yeah, I, it was, to be honest. Um, I, I thought, obviously, Tom Latham was absolutely outstanding. Um, he's had good form domestically this season, and um, GC showed his experience. And I think that was one of the um, one of the things that, as a cricket fan, we, we were wondering who was going to take over that number four slot. Well, he came in at five, but who was going to be that person who was going to bat like Ross Taylor did with, with Kane Williamson and those great partnerships we've watched over the years that have bailed us out. Uh, after losing early wickets sometimes. So I think it was awesome to see how they both batted together. And it gives me a lot of confidence, I guess, going into that, uh, leading into that World Cup next year. Yeah, Mitch, I guess at 3 for 88, it, uh, as Izzy says, he was a bit nervous about how this could end up. But outside of those boys, it really is that guts of that batting lineup. Is that 3, 4, and 5 now, I guess, with, with Daryl Mitchell's last 12 months, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, I'm still unsure of, of Daryl Mitchell at four. Um, look, I, I think mm-hmm. he, he could definitely be there. If you're not going to have Jimmy Neesham on that side, I know he was injured, but he could definitely be your, your fifth or sixth bowling option um, and bat a little bit lower, potentially six. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess the question for me is, um, with all the talk leading into that game, with, uh, with Finn Allen, everyone's Martin Guptill, obviously mm-hmm. departing, everyone's talking about Finn Allen, 
um, the way Finale came out and batted, it looked like he'd been told to bat like Martin Guttman. <laughs> 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 I found I found absolutely astonishing. So the, the coach coach has got in his head and said, "Mate, this is what we need for you. We need a Martin Guttman." <laughs> or he's in his own head. So I was a little bit unsure because that's uh, I played a lot of a lot of cricket with and, and against Finn, and and that's not what got him to the international level. That's not the X factor mm. that um, we expect to see from him, and that. And you know, die by the sword type for Allen and, and take the game away. So I, I, I was really looking forward to, to watching how Finn approached the game last night. Um, but I guess we'll see how he approaches it. Is he going to be Finn Allen or Martin Guthrie down across you? <laughs> well, it's, 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 it makes for an interesting case, eh, Amish? Because all the talk has been about you know Finn Allen and Martin Guthrie and everyone's saying you know Martin Guthrie's hard dumb way so it'll be hard for him like there was going to be so much pressure on him I can understand what he was trying to do when when you're trying to be yourself but you've got the whole nation coming at you for not even your own fault just because you're a very talented cricketer so I hope he goes out there and starts believing in himself and 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 starts playing the Finn Allen way. Just on that, Finn Allen and Devin Conway, are they, are they far away from forming a formidable partnership at the top? Yeah, look, I, I personally always thought Devin Conway was going to drop into that number four spot. Um, I, I honestly thought thought he was going to bat four, Kane obviously three, yeah, and then Tom Latham at five, which gives you that really nice core in the middle there. And you can, you can afford to play Finn Allen at the top um, uh, Dasher to get away to to a good start. If um, you know if you've got that solid three, four, and five, Daryl Mitchell at six and Glenn, Glenn Phillips down at seven uh, would have been a good option. Or and one day cricket, Glenn Phillips is a very good opener as well. So they do have options. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably what I thought was going to happen. But I guess that partnership between Phil Allen and Devin Conway at Wellington is what's in the selectors' mind there. Mitch, obviously the bowlers you're area of expertise I guess when you're bowling Eden Park like probably a few other grounds in the world you'd probably, if you got offered an economy <laughs> rate of 6 at the start of the day, you'd probably take it do you? <laughs> Did any of the boys uh, surprise you or you're pretty happy with the bowling unit as far as what they dished up? Yeah, well historically Eden Park for whatever reason, generally it's the first game of the tour and uh, and Batters, opposition batters just eye up that short short uh, boundary, and seems the scores at Eden Park are relatively low. I think that's probably the second highest score, score at Eden excited. Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they get too excited, they try head off a length and just snack out. So, <laughs> but, but once once, uh, once people went to the store and played there a few times, um, I think you saw saw how India went about it. They were pretty measured and, and played it like a generally normal cricket game. So. Uh, I must say I was a little bit nervous at half time, but the positive thing for New Zealand was that um, they had two two guys on debut, um, mm. Ashdeep Singh and and uh, Malik as well. So uh, they were always going to struggle on Eden Park. They they went defensive quite early um, and didn't use any cross seam deliveries from an Indian point of view. You watch Lockie Ferguson when he bowls at Eden Park, uses a lot of cross seam to get a little bit of variation out of the wicket, but. From our, our point of view, I there is one question mark for me, and it's I, I generally, uh, as you'll know, being a, being a fast swing bowler, 
I haven't seen you bowl beef, but uh, do you think there's a crosswind across the ground? Beaver's laughing at me. <laughs> you're not, not going to bring up his 140 against Brett Lee in the naked nets, are you, Mitch? <laughs> well, that's, what, that's all I heard at uh, Burke down, uh, down in the bay. That's, that's all I heard, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, oh, I guess, no. I guess, I guess, Carry on. All right, Izzy, maybe I won't get you the time in there, mate. Um, <laughs> I guess the question for me is that you generally have a crosswind um, and it favours an outswing bowler and an inswing bowler from either end. And and I, I'm i not sold on, on Matt Henry and Tim Southey opening the bowling together. Um, we thought, you know, Matt Henry's great asset is, is swinging the ball away. Yes, he can seam the ball in. Which he just tried to do in these last two games, but it's not—it's not his forte. I've always seen Southey and, and Henry being um, one of them plays um, because yep. of their skill set. Southey's got more skill to be able to bowl at the end and in the middle a little bit more. Where Henry's an out-and-out opening bowler, probably in the in the shades of um, Kyle Mills used to be. So I think there's a spot for one of them, and I would love mm-hmm. to see—I um, would love to see Lockie Ferguson. Get a crack with the new ball. One day cricket's a little bit different, right? Lockie Ferguson, if anyone's watched the best of cricket, knows how much swing he gets in with a new ball, and he's very, very dangerous.